Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Prime time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut your shame up. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be quick. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy. What up? <laughs> Just pacing myself. <laughs> yes! Nice fake radio laugh. <laughs> I'm Jason Swigard, and I'm <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yes. Well, big day. Big yeah, day here yeah, yeah, on the yeah. show. It's, it's a sprint. It's not a marathon. We've so got... We, we, we got to go. We got to go! We got a short one. Yeah, so uh, the Ducks are at 5.30. So we, uh, here's the Skeddy, uh, Jason Quick. Do you know him? Blazers Insider. I do. Mr. Sunshine. He will be on at 4.15. To spread some sunshine, and then uh, we're going to rob the bank. Our picks. We only have three football games left. I know. Unless you want to gamble on the Pro Bowl, and then at that point you should probably, uh, you know, seek some counseling or call one of those eight hundred numbers that uh, they have in the commercials that you can't hear. But maybe look one up. Have we decided if there are Pro Bowl prop bets on the Pro Bowl games or whatever they're doing? Oh, there has to be. You can. There must be. Well, I saw today. I was scrolling through my Twitter feed, and this. You can gamble on anything. The uh, I guess the the Royal Rumble, the the WWE or F whatever it is now. Yeah, you know they have that Royal Rumble thing that you watched when you were well, like nine. Have, yeah, isn't that one? Is that the one where like, like they're all in yeah, the ring they're at all the same in the time, ring, and the then only time. one man left standing. Yeah, yeah, I think it starts with like thirty or something like that, and then they just start tossing them out, and the yeah. last person can you bet on that? Thing. Yeah, there's odds. I saw but it's fixed. I saw it today that someone was talking about the like one of the odds for ah oh God I. I some wrestler, they like they, they just like went through the roof, and so everyone was like, "Oh, that means." And I, I sat there and I thought to myself, "How can you gamble on something that's fixed? It's fake." Huh. And yet, and so I looked it up. You can, you can gamble on WWE or F matches, which fascinates me because they're scripted. That's like saying that you can go to like Top Gun Maverick. 
and gamble on whether or not Maverick dies. Like, we know how it ends. He doesn't die. It's scripted. Well, thanks a lot for ruining it for everyone, you big jerk. But he certainly could. But he does like the mission was. Uh, so do we think it's just that everyone has signed an NDA and they're just sure it's going to be airtight? Because if it's know. not, if it's not going to be leaked, then like I don't know. That's I guess a weird it's, one. That's weird. I, I I don't know that that I've never even thought about that. that I hadn't either until pro wrestling today. has now that sports gambling is fairly legal all across the country. Pro wrestling, which is scripted, I didn't know they had odds on it. Couldn't I, tell you. I, I I had no idea either, but I saw it today, and uh, I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, and, that would be like well, betting on how Yellowstone ends or something, right? I mean, it's no different. It's a television show that they're already... I guess that's true. You're, you're, you're can you betting bet on, on the outcome of a fictional event, right? Can you bet on that? I don't, I don't know that you can, but that's what it seems like to me. Well, would you... Yeah, would by you, the way, yeah, there you can bet on all the matches, including the... So I guess there's a bunch of matches, and then you have the, the Rumble... Um, and the same guys that are in the matches are in the rumble. No, I think they, I think it's separate. But like, yeah, you can, yeah, you you can bet on right well, now. I don't know Cody Rhodes, who I have yeah, no idea who that is. I'm looking at the odds, here. but he's he's the favorite. He's the favorite. Why wouldn't you take him? Because there's a reason he's the favorite. Uh, right? Like they know who's going to win. So, <laughs> I but I I don't or do they? I don't know. It's very confusing to me. I was not prepared today to confront... Wait, The Rock is in it? No. Yeah, he's on here. I'm looking at the odds, bro. The Rock is in the... So what it says. Is there another The Rock? The Rock's still a wrestler? Plus 350. I thought he was just making bad movies. Oh, he's in it. Oh, well, I I guess. That's... Look, you're talking to the wrong guy. I am not a wrestling guy. I haven't watched wrestling in probably 20 years but I'm I'm aware of the Royal Rumble, and now I'm aware that you can gamble on it because I anytime I I I love to gamble, but I always say that there's a certain if you're betting on certain things, you probably need to call a a hotline. I always said like preseason, although I gambled on preseason NFL this year only on the Ravens though because they don't lose, so it's not even gambling. That's just free yeah, money. Oh, good, I did that too. That was a good angle. That's free money. He doesn't. But, Harbaugh does not lose. No, it's season. ridiculous. I rode that thing, and I just kept, and it was a small wager, but I just kept doubling down my winnings on the Ravens. They can't make those spreads big enough. No, and I ended up winning a couple hundred bucks. But if you're betting on wrestling, well, now The Rock is not on. So I'm looking at different odds, and he's not on this other one that I'm looking at. So I don't know why he was on there. I don't know. Someone's saying, by the way, that Cody Rhodes is the son of Dusty Rhodes. Well, big, sure. big fat Dusty Rhodes. I assumed that. That makes sense. Without the, even the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes yeah. and his weird polka dots. I remember Dusty Rhodes. I like the days of wrestling where you could just be some big fat ass with no, like no discernible like angle, and yet you were still famous. It was wonderful. Well, I won't be betting on that. Well, maybe you should. Maybe that's the next great. Uh... Do they have that on DraftKings? Uh, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I don't think they do. <laughs> but you can bet on it somewhere because there's odds. Weird. Can't wait for that Royal Rumble that I won't be watching. So maybe you put that in the Rop in the Bank. If you only have two NFL games to bet on, throw yeah. in the Pro Bowl and <laughs> some Royal the Rumble. Royal Rumble. I think I'd rather bet on the Royal Rumble than the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but do you have like a you have I mean, do you have a thought on the Royal like? To be honest with you, this is what's I don't have scary. a thought on the Pro Bowl either, though. Well, I know, but we're on the radio, right? So yeah. if we open our Rop in the Bake segment and you yeah. come on and you're like, hey, yeah. guys. <laughs> I got a hunch. I got a little thing here. I want you to trust me on this. Take Cold Rhodes or whatever his name is in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. 
People would do it. It's true. They would listen to you. The Espe- radio guys said that. Especially, I heard on the radio, this is the best. Especially you drop one of these. Look, I know some people, and uh, you know, yeah. that's what uh, I'm hearing. Like, yeah. it's, we don't uh, do that, though. No. You would never do that. Well, maybe. I don't know. But you should probably take Cole Rhodes. <laughs> Someone's saying the WWE wants The Rock to be in it, but he has yet to commit. Cody Rhodes. So oh, there's a chance. So you can bet on him. So there's a chance? That's why he's plus 350, because if he enters, he's going to be better odds than that. Right? Like, if The Rock shows up, he has to win. It's the freaking Rock. Yeah. Well, when's the Royal Rumble? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. No idea whatsoever. Dude, it's amazing that it, wrestling is still... As big as it is. I think they're getting ready. I don't know if they, it's done, but the again, I see stuff come across my timeline, and uh, I think they're selling to the Saudis. Um, the McMahon is is selling it. I think you're right, and it's gonna go for it's gonna go for billions of dollars. And so that was Wait, the, the Saudis are gonna run it. I, you know, this is their big deal. You know, that Saudi fund now is they're trying to uh, like like sports wash everything. And so yeah, I think the uh, I think the Saudis have a deal or trying to purchase. The the WWE yeah. from Vince McMahon. They're ruining everything. Well, I mean, not that I care about wrestling. Nor do I. But, but you know, I don't like that. I don't know if like here's the here's the true sign because like people supposedly got all pissed off at live golfers for taking that money, but I'm assuming wrestling is mostly like a uh, it's a blue collar, right? I like I don't Laco is not into professional wrestling. I'm assuming that's a very blue collar sort of thing. It's like a uh, Longview, Washington. Will the uh, will Middle America dig wrestling if the Saudis are running it? Yeah, I don't know. Or is that going to be like some sort of like backlash? And did the Saudis really care? Because well, uh, let's say they buy it for two billion dollars. I, I no one cares. The, the Saudis are just spending money to spend money. Yeah, I don't know, man. I know. Uh, uh, Internet is telling me that WWE grossed a billion dollars last year. It's crazy, dude. There's people who still love that thing. A billion. I don't. I don't get it, but you know, whatever. Whatever you're into. I, I guess it's just a. Someone's described it as a, like what a soap opera for for. Men. Wait. One billion during Q four twenty twenty one. So they did one billion just in a quarter. Yeah, that's according to internet. Well, McMahon's a billionaire. I know that. I mean, he's he's a very very wealthy and steroided up man. Good for him. Is that a is that a publicly traded? Yeah, yeah, they're they're publicly traded. Yeah, you own some WWE stuff. I do not dude. own some WWE stuff. Hey, I tell you what, I used to love was NWA. Yeah, the old school stuff, I like that Sting stuff was... and. Uh... See, the WWF was cool. That was Hogan and Macho Man and all those guys, and that was like the main one. Yeah, but I really liked the NWA one better. Yeah, they were a little more. Uh, they were all based out of the South, and yeah, it was a little smaller. Yeah, are- like they didn't have anybody at their <laughs> matches. Like it was just for TV. And dude, when I was a kid, I loved that stuff. And and when I got into college, we. Uh, that was probably the last time I actually sat down and watched uh, a wrestling thing. I remember that was when, like, when Hogan turned bad. We were in college, and they formed the, uh, what was that thing? And he, he made a heel turn, and it was, like, the NW, NWO, and, like, they became, like, the bad guys. I think that was the last time. And in college, it was kind of one of those fun, like, childhood throwbacks. But then you became, like, 23, and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't watch wrestling anymore, but, you know. It was people, always cool when they get when somebody came out of the blue and won the title, you know. Yeah, some, Dusty Rhodes was one of those. Like, some random dude. It's like, oh my god, Dusty Rhodes is the champ. <laughs> it was a big deal. It is weird though if you see someone now talking about wrestling, like, and they're talking about it seriously. It's you're like, what? 
but I feel that same way. Yeah. Like video, we were like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, you're like that. They'll we, like cover it on Sports Center now, which I find weird. Like WrestleMania, they'll they'll yeah. like send a reporter and do coverage as if they're covering a game. Yeah, like it'll be on the headlines. Really? Yeah, whenever it is, if you watch like ESPN.com, like the little you know the little side stories, they have like you know six of the headlines. Wrestling will be. It'll be there like with MMA. They'll have like a UFC fight thing, and then below it, it'll be like, you know, so-and-so wins whatever, you know, heavyweight championship. And you're like, I'll be damned. They must... They must have like a financial interest or something. I'm sure there's... You know, because they wouldn't just do that. No, I'm sure there's some sort of partnership, all that, where they they pay to do it. What'd you have for lunch? I had a burrito. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. I had a breakfast burrito. Yeah, you did. Controversial. Uh, I go breakfast burrito anytime during the day. I could do that. Like if I go to a Mexican joint, like I went to a little taqueria right outside like my gym, and uh, I go breakfast burrito no matter what. If I go to one of those places, it's my order every time. Yeah. I prefer the breakfast to the uh, the regular burrito. Now, what do you like in your breakfast burrito? Uh, well, this one I had, uh, they do a little hash. They do a little uh, salsa. Okay. The eggs. Go and on. then I went chorizo. Okay. Right. And then if uh, you're feeling a little spicy, you throw some grilled onions in there. So are no you guys- cheese? Uh, no, I go no cheese. Are you pro or anti potatoes in your breakfast burrito? I'm pro. Well, that's the hash brown. That's no, okay. I did, when you said hash, I didn't yeah, go hash brown. I'm pro. Okay. I'm that pro. makes the whole breakfast burrito, yeah. does it not? I think I mean, too I often they get like, I but, feel like too often they're not done right. And if you get like the not cooked enough potatoes, it'll ruin a yeah, breakfast burrito. I, I hear you on that. Well, I don't feel that that's a breakfast burrito without the hash. Oh, sure it is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you had the eggs in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eggs, bacon, cheese, a little salsa. That's a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Oh, man. I insist. But I like the hash, too. Yeah. And I like uh, But the, he's right about crispy, though. the bigger potatoes. Like sometimes oh, like, they put the chunky potatoes. Like the breakfast. No, you got to get the, you gotta get the hash. You know, sometimes they do. And but you they do, do. Yeah. They put those country potatoes in there. Not as good as when they do the hash. And then you, uh, you're like, hey, crisp that up for me a little bit, huh? Give me a little, give me a little brown. Give me a little brown on Perfect that. Perfect breakfast burrito. Eggs. Mm-hmm. Cheese. Bacon, uh, hash. I'll, I'll give you that. No, gotta have it. Um, we're gonna go avocado. Oh, okay. Little yeah. California twist. Yeah. Salsa. Maybe a little sour cream. It's divine. I got no I want one right now. I got no issue. Well, mine was delicious, and I'm still feeling the effects of it, and it's wonderful. The chorizo. I like. See, I'm I'm a chorizo. I'd guy. go bacon over the chorizo. Though. Yeah, and see, if I do bacon, I do a bacon sausage combo. I like oh. the I like the two interacting with one another, or I just go with a chorizo and call it good. Mm. Spicy chorizo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of want another one. <laughs> well, you guys, we are going to party today. So, rop in the bank, uh, where we break down the final two uh, NFL games before the Super Bowl. That will be at three thirty. So, like fifteen minutes. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Shouldn't take too long, right? No, it was only two games. Although I've I have completely fl- somebody texted me earlier in the week and they said, Who do you like? And I said, These two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh that would be the exact opposite of what I have actually bet. Well the <laughs> the, the Kansas- Seriously, like these games are well, I they're just hard mean, to call they're them. hard. Yeah. So at first I was like, Oh, dude, I really liked one team and then kinda liked another. But now that I you know, researched and thought about it and talked to people and just really like I love these games. These games are freaking awesome. Yeah. Great matchups. Now I'm on the other side of both. The and I feel terrible about it. <laughs> so now you're just you're in a you're in a blue <laughs> knot. You have no idea. No, what's I going think I'm on. on the right side. The Kansas City line is flipped back. Let's hope 
Kansas City came out as the favorite, and then Cincinnati went. It was like a point, point and a half, and then Cincinnati became the favorite. And yeah, today, yeah. Yeah. it's back it's to back Kansas City because of Mahomes. Uh, well, he's got no. I mean, he's doing good. Yeah, they're showing him, and he's not in a boot. He's not Dude. walking with any limp. He was a full participant. He's he's fine. I love it. I got locks. <laughs> even though that if we would have asked you twelve hours ago, your locks well, were the I other think, way. I think even the people that break down the games on a professional level change. Yeah, I mean that's that's common. Like you 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 look at a line, you go oh, but then when you dig a little further, you end up on the other side. That that happens all the time. Sure. And uh, I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna win you money. Although Big Sook's been the winner this year. About um, a good year. You went. Let's see here. I went two and two last week. Yeah, I got you two and two. But you're still at forty four units. Yep. Uh, now I had a ten uniter on Buffalo. Mm, that hurts a little bit. So I'm back down to plus thirteen. And hey, how about a. Uh, three in one week from Ryan Buckley, noted klepto. <laughs> now only what? Negative. Now he, he's only minus 43 units. Only minus 43. Hey, Buck, we just got the inverse of each other going on. That's all. Yeah. Someone's got to be the yin to my yang. All right. Uh, let's get to our poll question. That's where we will start. Jason Quick, uh, four, what did you say? 415? 415. Yeah. And Rop in the Bank, 330. Okay, there we go. 317. Ready, break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is the AAA Heating and Cooling poll question. AAA Heating and Cooling, a family company helping families for over 60 years. Go to AAAIAQ.com. Let me uh, log on to my uh, Twitter account here. So just go to Twitter. You can check out the 1080 The Fan uh, account there. And uh, our poll question will be right there. Let's see if we've actually posted it today. And uh, no, I don't think we have. <laughs> no, it's getting tea. Ah, I have to get some so hot tea. I was going to read that. But before then I, I sing to you. But then when I, I looked it up, I was like, the first thing that pops me, up me, is me. just Dusty and Danny's head. And by the way, can we talk about... That photo for Danny, is that 17 years old? I feel like we have like a 22-year-old Danny on that photo. Let's take a look. Yeah, take a look at that. I think we need to update that. I think we need to update that photo. Well. That doesn't look like like Danny. I don't know who's in charge of that. I think that guy got fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is old. Yeah, that's that's a very, very youthful Danny Meringue. Yeah, he almost looks... Right, it's of another nationality. It's it's different. It's a strange. I don't know what's happening yeah. there. I have not posted the poll. Okay. Here it is. I will. 
Give me the poll anyways. Okay, but now you can't answer this. I can't, well, isn't that the whole point of no. the poll question is to answer it? Well, here's the thing. I'm going to put it up there, and then we're going to let it marinate, and then we're going to revisit it during Rop in the Bank. Okay. Okay, because it pertains to uh, the games. But I thought a really good poll question today would be the, the following, and it's at... 1080 The Fan. It'll be up there in a moment. AAA Heating and Cooling. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, Who are you most confident will win Sunday? So you can answer this next segment when we rob yeah. the bank. Okay. Because I want to know. Uh, Niners, Eagles, Bengals, or Chiefs? Look at mm. that. Four teams. Two games. Uh, very evenly matched. Uh, should be a great weekend. So vote, vote hard. I'm going to keep you updated on those uh, results because I'm very interested in how yeah, if anyone, people vote. Well, I'll be see. I'll be interested to see if someone has a strong opinion because I I have my right side on both games. Um, and I I'm not waffling. I haven't waffled. I feel. I mean, I'm I'm making my bets, but none of these are going to be massive bets for me because I do kind of think that these are both coin yeah, flip games. Like no if, if you said, well, I mean, this is what we do, but if, if you said, all right, give me, <sighs> give me three minutes, 60 seconds, two minutes, three minutes, whatever time you want. Right. I could do an equal just off the top of my head, off the cuff here. I could give you two minutes on why Kansas city's going to win two minutes on why Cincinnati's going to win. And I think both would be very compelling arguments. And I feel the same way about well, San Francisco and Philadelphia. I think all games are like that, but yes, just because there are two games left doesn't mean we should bet the house on them. Yeah. You know, you guys still got to really like them. And there's one that I do that you like more than the, the other. The other one I think is just an absolute freaking toss up. Get your popcorn. Yeah. So we'll get to that in our next segment. Did you see a burrow head? You I did these, these I, comments. Yeah, me and uh, Buck were talking about this because he was asking like, how much it, 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 you know do, does bulletin board material really play into things? And I just I roll my eyes at this stuff. And you know, Cincinnati last week came out and said they had a chip on their shoulder against Buffalo. But if you think the reason why the Bills got their ass kicked by Cincinnati was because Cincinnati was disrespected with the home field advantage, stop it. I mean. Once once the ball gets snapped, I promise you the left guard in, in, in play 12 of a drive is not thinking about whether or not he was disrespected before the game. Like, But, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's fun yeah. to talk about when you get some bulletin board material. Well, I, I don't think it helps. Look, uh, I, I feel like there are, and it, not necessarily this time of year, but during the season there are certainly emotional motivating factors. Sure. There are no, there's no question I about I mean, that. Jordan famously would invent... Things yeah. Lillard, oh, yeah. Lillard's this way. If you don't think that Lillard uses uh, spite as a as a motivating factor, okay, uh, he does poll, it all the time. Poll is up. Okay. 1080 the fan on Twitter. Vote, vote hard, real hard, and then we'll we'll uh, keep you posted on the poll results, and we'll get our picks in next segment. So we'll tell you who who we think will win. But um, yeah, you're gonna have to explain Burrowhead to people. Yeah, the Burrowhead thing it. was. Uh, I thought it was Joe Burrow. It wasn't. It was um, Hilton, the little corner for yeah. the uh, Bengals. He was the guy that kept blitzing uh, from the slot and, yeah. and causing and dude, Josh he's Allen playing great. Yeah, but he's like five foot. He's like Mighty Mouse. Okay, yeah. he's like five five. But they say he's like the best tackler on the team. He weighs 110 pounds. Uh, 185, and he says he brings his ass and all 185 pounds <laughs> when he goes to tackle. Well, he called Arrowhead Stadium in yeah. Kansas City. Yes. He called it Burrowhead. Ah! And I just don't, like, I, I'm sort of with you. It's like, okay, whatever. Once the ball snapped, it's like focus, game plan, the whole thing. Sure. But I don't I don't think that's smart. I'm not a poke the bear guy That is either. not smart, dude. Kansas City is pissed that they lost a 21-3 lead in this game to you guys last year. Mm -hmm. You want to go in there as low profile as possible. 
And until last week, they were pretty low profile, right? Because we were like, well, their offensive line's banged up, and they're, uh, you know, they barely got by Baltimore, and they're underdogs to Buffalo. Well, now, now, that suddenly, because of how they played in Buffalo, they're the king. And, dude, you don't want to start adding to that. No. That's you, not smart. No. For is it Mike Hilton is the is the corner, the slot corner. Yeah. It, it's not smart. It's not. Shut you, your mouth. You don't want to poke the bear. If I'm Burrow, I'm pulling him aside. Like, dude. Yeah. What do we do? That's here? not where we want to be. No. Of all the things that you. We're the dog. Yeah. Everyone wants to play the chip on the shoulder. Everyone wants to do the. Well, that's like when, when Georgia won the national title. Like They were all like, no one believed in us all year. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. And yet that's what Kirby Smart was selling to his players. All all playoffs was that, you know, no one believes in you. No one thinks you're going to do this. And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. But Jordan had talked about this in his weird little, what was that, the last dance? That, I guess, documentary you call it, but the, the Jordan love letter that pissed off Scottie Pippen. It's not nonsense if you believe it, right? If it ends up motivating you, if it ends up pissing you off, if it ends up keeping you more focused, if it ends up shoving the distractions away, then it's a real thing. So, but it's one of those things that we can never quantify. Like again, I don't, I don't know if the Buffalo thing last week had anything to do with the Cincinnati game. So none of those things are, are Wait, quantifiable. What? Well, Cincinnati was supposedly pissed about the. Pissed about the... Now, see, I think that did play a factor. And I don't think I don't I I was on Buffalo last week, so I didn't think that would be a factor. But in hindsight, I definitely think that was a factor. They certainly after the game to a man, Cincinnati all talked about it. So it it rallied them. So obviously it was at the the forefront of their their mind. But this all I'm saying is I can never none of no one can ever quantify that. So what it means or doesn't mean in the context of winning or losing a game, it's immeasurable. But I am with you that I just never, I never want to tread down those roads, especially if it's someone that's known for it. Like if I'm playing Damian Lillard, the last thing I want to do is give that guy a reason to get pissed off and get get locked in. Because sometimes if you're beating a team down, and we've all been in those games, if no matter what level you've played in, or maybe even just during your workout or you're playing a golf game on the weekend, we've all been in those ruts where you just can't get it going. Nothing feels right. You know, the, your swing feels weird. Your grip, like when you're gripping the club, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. You're, you go out for a football game and my, my knee braces just feel tight and off. My shoulder pads don't seem to fit right. Nothing seems to work. And the last thing you want to do is give someone a reason to, to kind of refocus. You want to let them go in. If, if they're down a bad road, let them go down that road. And so the whole burrow head thing, I just think that's young and immature, but you know, this it happens quite a bit, well, and, I'll, I mean, and I'll bet you there's equal. If you went back and looked each time there was something bulletin board worthy like this, I'll bet you it's a fifty fifty split. But you go through and be like, oh yeah, well that ended up you know working on, on on the benefit of the team that was getting slided, and I bet you there's half the games where you know the team that's talking trash ends up going and beating their ass anyways. Yeah, but I mean, I I could see it if it's. You know, ditch, well, who are they playing in the AFC? If they're playing in Miami or, yeah. you know, they're, you're, dude, you're playing in Kansas City. Yeah, it's... Tread lightly. <laughs> yes, you won there last year, but they're the ones with the Super Bowl, not you. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I think you got to win a little bit more to start talking like that. Well, all I know is they've got Kansas City's attention because Kansas City's lost three in a row to them. Yep. And you're at home again. You're fresh off last year's. Right. So here, that's a good example. Okay, Kansas so City, you have their attention. This is a, a great point about what we're talking about. See, I think that the Burrowhead thing 
doesn't really matter in this particular instance because you're exactly right. Yeah. The Bengals already have – like Kansas City is already talking about oh, how yeah. we really want these guys. Yeah. Now, if this were, say, week 12 of the regular season and Cincinnati's a 500 team and uh, was it Hilton? Yeah, Mike Hilton. H- Hilton says this in Kansas City, who has been known to coast anyway because they, they're always like 10-point favorites, right? And they're just – it's another game for them. And they're kind of overlooking Cincinnati. But then he says Burrowhead, yeah. and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know, there's a chance that that hurts you because they weren't really paying that much attention to you anyway. But now you've pissed them off. Whereas this week, dude, Kansas City is ready for Cincinnati. Yeah, it's like if if, at the no matter what they say at the beginning of the year, like if you're Oregon playing Georgia, shut up, right? Don't 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 give Georgia any reason to the Ducks talk some smack before the. uh, I don't I don't necessarily think so. I'm just saying like that's one of those where like (laughs) if you or let's say Jacksonville's in this game, right? Let's say Jacksonville is playing Kansas City. If you're Jacksonville, just shut up. Just shut up and hope that Kansas City looks at you and is like, well, you know, hundred percent. Don't don't give them a reason to to take an extra look and be like, really? That's like, why teams oh, okay. are always cliche, like, well, it's yes. going to be really tough, and exactly. you've got to take one game at a time. Everyone, because you, you can't quantify it, but every coach yeah. knows, do not give someone an That's extra right. reason to, 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 rally to rally together. Yeah. All right, well, we'll give you our thoughts on the poll question and our picks against the spread next in a segment we like to call Rop in the Bank. Here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Isaac and Sue are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right, well, just two Roppin' the Banks left. This one and uh, the Super Bowl one. Uh, so far this season, we're betting by units this year. So a unit can be whatever amount you bet your baseline bet. For uh, Big Zook, he is uh, plus 44 units. Very nice year. Two and two last week. 
I am plus 13 units, one and two last week, and Buck is minus 43 units. Yeah. Three and one last week. I would also like to uh, um, point out that Buck has only been on the show for like half the season. <laughs> I know. So he goes big. Yeah. He goes big or goes home. He shoots his shot. And you know what? I appreciate that, Buck. You try to keep up, you know? You miss every shot that you don't take. <laughs> well, he got behind early, and then he started like... Chasing it. Ch- yeah, you know, five units, five units. Double up to catch up. I love this. Yeah, guess um, what? There's going to be more of that this week. <laughs> so three games left. Okay, so here, right now, the poll question... Where was that? There it is. Um, okay, so we were asking you on at 1080TheFan Twitter, who are, the, who are you most confident will win on Sunday? Because these games are... Basically toss-ups in the eyes of the odds makers. So uh, any of the four uh, could lead this poll question. Do you care to guess who is getting 45% of the vote right now? 45% of the vote. Um, I, I think most people are on Cincinnati and Philadelphia, and I'm going to go Philly. Philly, you'll get the vote. Yep. Philly at 45%. Yeah. Uh, the Niners at 24%. Chiefs, 18%. Bengals, 13%. No love for Cincinnati, huh? No, but I, I did. I was texting back and forth with Hugh Offill of the uh, ALNA Sportsbook, yeah. and he said the public is pounding Cincinnati yeah. uh, and Philly, I mean, but these, Cincinnati mostly. I mean, the Cincinnati game is essentially a pick 'em game, and Philly is what sitting at two and a half right now. Oh yeah, so the spreads. Uh, the first game is noon on Sunday. Eagles are two and a half point favorites over the Niners. That hasn't moved since early in the week. Yeah. And then at three thirty, the Chiefs host uh, Cincinnati, and it is uh, back to Kansas City minus one. And that line has been all over the place. Yeah, but I mean, essentially, it's it's a pick 'em. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're you're getting a pick 'em there. And I'll go first. I'm going to go five units on both games, and okay. I'll give you my synopsis. I'm going to go Philadelphia five units here, and minus I lo- two and a half. Minus two and a half. I and I. By the way, I, I love that I'm getting this on the right side of three. I really thought that this would be three and a half, maybe even four. Um, but San Francisco is is red hot. But this is why I, I like Philadelphia uh, maybe a little bit more than than I do even the other game. Like you ask me who I feel most confident about, I'm, I'm going with Philly. Okay. And we'll, we'll get to the main reason here in a second. But some of the supplemental stuff that we'll get to is you look at what what San Francisco the calling card of their defense is is their defensive line and Bosa and that crew they wreck you with their front. Philadelphia has arguably the best offensive line in football, and I really don't think there's much argument to it. Now, I know Lane Johnson is dealing with this groin, abdominal, like a Damian Lillard sort of core injury, and that's a little bit rough, but he's still 70% out there, and he's the best right tackle in football. They have a really, really good offensive line, and even if this is a slight advantage to San Francisco, this essentially is going to be a wash. They are not going to just overrun the Philadelphia offensive line, and even if they do, apply some pressure to it you have arguably right now outside of lamar jackson you have the most mobile dangerous quarterback with his legs that's getting healthier by the week in jalen hurts so he's going to be able to nullify a little bit of that anyways that even if you do want to rush up field and create those gaps jalen hurts can hurt you with his legs and then the big one here with the philly offense and san francisco defense is when you look at san francisco's defense as good as it's been what has been their bugaboo for the last month and a half elite wide receivers Terry McLaurin at Washington got him. DK Metcalf got him. Devontae Adams got him. They have struggled against elite number one receivers. Philadelphia has two. Philadelphia doesn't have one. They have 2,000-yard receivers on the outside in the Slim Reaper and A.J. Brown, two very different receivers. Oh, and by the way, they have a very effective tight end, too, in Dallas Goddard. And their run game's pretty good. There just isn't a lot of weakness there, but I think they neutralize a little better what San Francisco's dominant 
thing is, and that's that front seven. So I think that's an advantage towards Philly there by a little bit, but I still think it's an advantage. And then on the other side of things, you've got Brock Purdy. And this is, to me, is where the game is tilted and why I really like Philadelphia. As great as Brock Purdy has been, Jalen Hurts is an MVP. And Brock Purdy, at this point, has been a fun story, and he's playing better than anyone thought. But he's played, if you go back through and look at his, what, eight games now, he's played one elite defense. One. And that was was Dallas. Dallas, yeah. They warmed him up pretty good. And he didn't look awful, but he didn't look great, and they scored 19 points. This Philly defense that you're going to see is as good as that Dallas front. They have the best pass rush in the game. And more importantly, they have elite corners. They have an elite secondary. If there is going to be a matchup there, the run game, you should be able to run the ball on Philly, although they've gotten a lot better in the second half with Jordan Davis being back and they made an addition in, in off the waiver wire. They've gotten better at that, but they should be able to run the ball against them and Kittle should be great. Philly is bad against uh Philly is bad against tight end. So this will be a competitive game. But when I look at the advantage that Philly has when they have the ball, and then I look on the other side of things and say I think they can neutralize Brock Purdy with that pass rush, much like Dallas did, I just don't see why anyone would say that San Francisco is the right side of this. Not that they can't win, not that this is going to be a blowout, but everything when I look at these matchups, it's slight, but the right side of this game is Philadelphia, and it's only it's it's only two and a half. I'm going to go five units. The right side here is Philly. Okay, Buck, you have anything on Eags, Niners? Your, now, let's keep in mind, uh, uh, Buckley is a Niners honk. Yes. So let's see how he bets here. Uh, so I think this game might be a bit of a grinder, uh, and I'm going to play the under in this one, under 46.5. I'm not going to take a side in this one. I think the Eagles probably is the right side, um, but the, the defense has been playing so well all season, I wouldn't be surprised if they were found a way to make it happen. So I'm just going to play the under there. I also... You guys know we get a corporate email every week with some betting tips. Absolutely. Yeah. I delete I, them. Well, I I looked through it. I perused for some of their five-star locks. And I've got, a couple, I've got a couple props in our BetQL. Ooh, I like that. So last week against uh, the Giants, Kenneth Gainwell, their second running back, he had 12 carries for 112 yards. Now, I realize it's a totally different opponent, but his over-under total this week is only 11.5. So I'm going to take over 11.5 rushing yards for Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gainwell, wait, I gotta jot this down. Over eleven and a half. Over eleven and a half rushing yards. All right. And then on the other side of things, even if Brock Purdy has a bad game, I think the way that the 49ers need to move the ball is going to be through the air. I don't think they rush the ball that effectively against the Cowboys. I think they're going to try to get it out to the edges and let uh, try to get a lot of yak. And so I'm going to take Brock Purdy over two hundred and twenty-two and a half passing yards. 222 and a half? That's correct. Now, are these five-unit plays? These are five-unit plays. From old Klepto Buck? That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. So people were asking, too, right. and, and I, I get it, saying, have they seen a D-line like San Francisco? Well, no, San Francisco's defensive line is elite. But if you look at the elite lines that's, that, uh, that Philly has played this year, Washington has an elite front, and they scored 24 against them. Dallas has an elite front, and they scored 26 and 34 <laughs> against them. Scored uh, the the one the Washington one where Washington beat them. They beat them 32-21. Uh, they only put up 21. And then Tennessee, they scored 35 against Tennessee. So if just an idea of what they've put up point-wise against other elite D lines. Even though this San Francisco animal is is different yeah. than than what we've right. seen. All uh, right, I will tell you this. I I have to come clean. I will not have a play for the show on the Eagles Niners Mm. because this is what has happened in my life this week. I saw the lines when they first came out on Sunday 
and I jumped on Philly minus two. So I have a big bet on Philly minus two. Now, as I've looked at this game over the week, I'm like, ooh, dude, I I really, bottom of my heart, I like the Niners, but I also think this game is an absolute toss-up. I totally agree with a lot of what you said. I think, though, that San Francisco's defense is so special. And if Brock Purdy doesn't turn it over, I feel like this is, I'm with Buck, I think this is going to be a grinded-out game. And I think if they can keep Jalen Hurts on the sideline enough, I think they can force him into a mistake. And I just am not confident enough to really load up on either side. So what I then did, so get this. (laughs) Hedge, hedge! I totally bet out of Philly minus two. But what I did was I took San Francisco um, plus four and a half. So now... uh, if the if if Philly wins by three or four, I win both bets. Middle up, baby. I'm middling that bet, and I then if Phil and then if if that doesn't happen, then I lose a little bit on both sides. I don't. I I'm not in on the side on that. I want Philly to win by three or four. That's full disclosure. The other bet I have for San Francisco, and this won't be a play for the show because this line is no longer available. No. But I have a, a teaser with San Francisco at eight and a half. And Kansas City, when they were plus one, I teased them up to plus seven. That is no longer available, so I can't present that for the show. So that just is what I have in my account on Philly and San Francisco. So let's move on to... So no official play for the show on that game for me, but let's move on to Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati. I'm going five units again just because it's NFC title or the AFC and NFC title games. What the hell? I'll go five units again, and I think the right side of this is uh, Cincinnati. Now, this is my caveat. I picked Buffalo last week against Cincinnati because I thought the O-line issues were going to rear its ugly head. Going into the playoffs, I said Cincinnati's the best team. Cincinnati's the best team in the AFC, but after three weeks and losing three starting offensive linemen and having a fourth play basically on one leg, I was like, you just, that is not a recipe for success. And they did not look good against Baltimore, and I'm like, okay, here it is. It's just, it's bad luck. It's a war of attrition. And then they come out against Buffalo, and... They look like world beaters. And let's be honest, their O-line wasn't great to begin with. But believe it or not, the backups played better than the starters had in a month and a half. Their backups played a damn near perfect game. They bullied Buffalo. And I was like, holy crap. So if that holds up, and that is a big giant if, I get why people are like, well, you know, I'm going to trust Kansas City because I'm not certain that line's going to hold up again. So if that line holds up, Cincinnati has a better roster. Believe it or not, for as, you know, Kansas City being the number one seed and 14 wins, this is the worst roster of these four teams. Like, if you look at Kansas City and you look at Cincinnati, there aren't a ton of matchup uh, advantages for Kansas City. This is this is the least of the rosters, but they also have Pat Mahomes, they have Travis Kelsey, they have Andy Reid, and Kansas City has the number one offense. And they found a little run game to go with this. But I look at the way Cincinnati's defense is playing, and I look at the way Cincinnati has played Kansas City and held them down. And I think Cincinnati is not scared. Of, of Kansas City. And then on the flip side of things, I think Cincinnati's offense causes real problems with the Chiefs. One, you basically have three rookies playing in your secondary, two of them playing major roles, and you're playing against the best three-headed monster right now still left in the playoffs in Boyd, Higgins, and Jamar Chase. I don't know what you do against that. You have an effective tight end. You have two good backs. Oh, and by the way, Kansas City is terrible 
against backs that can catch the ball. Pirine, when they played earlier this year, remember Mixon was out of that. Pirine went for like 170 combined yards, passing and catching. Kansas City also has to blitz. Of the top 10 pressure defenses in the NFL, only one team blitzes more than Kansas City. They have to. They cannot rely on, like Philadelphia does in in San Francisco, to just rush four. And would you care to guess who's the number one by a mile against the Blitz in the uh, quarterback-wise? Brock Purdy. No. Ah, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Ah. This is just a poor matchup for Kansas City's defense. I do not think they can stop uh, Cincinnati. So I just think eventually... That, that Kansas City is going to have more advantages in this game, even playing on the road. I just think Kansas City's the the right, or uh, Cincinnati's the right side is the reason why they've won three in a row, and I think they're going to make it four. It has nothing to do with Mahomes' ankle. I just think Cincinnati's better. So I'm taking Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati plus one, five units. All right, Buckster. I'm taking the under in this one as well. I think that um, with Patrick Mahomes being banged up, it's gonna. I, I don't anticipate maybe the same shootout of I would have before. It's 48 here. Um, I just I think these types of games the defenses show up. I think that the the possessions lengthen a little bit. Um, I, I I just this feels again like the San Francisco game. Maybe not a grinder as much. I could see one team, you know, getting over on the other. But I just I don't see either team really uh, putting a, a blowout points on the board. So under 48 for me. Um, I'm also going to take under 36 and a half receiving yards for Kadarius Tony because he sucks. <laughs> he, 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 okay. came over, he came over from New York uh, from the Giants and they thought that he would be, you know, someone who could help replace Tyreek Hill. He just hasn't been very good. He's got 170 yards all year. For some reason, his total is 36 and a half and our BetQL friends love it. So I'm going under five units. Uh-huh. I will also take Jamar Chase under six and a half catches. So Tony under 36 and a half yards receiving yep. yards. And Chase, what? Under six and a half catches. He can still have a big game and not have seven catches. Okay. Man, I tell you what, Buck's tough to log. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> there's a going lot on. A lot of typing going Maybe on. you can make me the secretary it's, next year. It's also why I keep it pretty simple, because you do a lot of teasers. I Buck, do. Buck does all over the board of the crap. I like to keep mine simple of, hey, we're just give me the line and, and we'll go. I well, find not, new ways to lose. Not... Uh, not a side to be found on Bucks line this week. Nope. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I have another ten unit play. This Ooh. is my last one. Okay. Ooh. I'm one and one in my ten uniters, and I bet this. So I'm putting my money where my <laughs> mouth is. Kansas City will not lose to Cincinnati. Uh-huh. The Kansas City Chiefs money line. Now I got it at plus one hundred five. It appears to be minus one fifteen now. Um, and here's why. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. I, I, you know, a lot of what you said, X's and O's, wise, I totally get. Look, the Bengals are 3-0 against Kansas City in their last three for a reason. But all three were decided by a field goal. And now that we know that Mahomes is okay, He's fine. Kansas City is not losing two years in a row to Cincinnati at home in the title game. It ain't happening. They were up 21-3 last year in this game before blowing it. That will not happen again. And here's Here's why. I think the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, and I haven't heard anybody say this except for you, Big Sue, mm-hmm. on Monday. You said this. And I had the same thought watching Cincinnati-Buffalo. The snow? The snow. Yeah. I, I think that that Cincinnati-Buffalo game was kind of a one-off. I do not think Cincinnati does that to Buffalo. Uh, but in that specific situation, it was as if Buffalo had never played in the snow. Yeah, their defensive line it, looked like it was in the mud. Yeah, I thought it negated yeah. a lot of what Buffalo could do to beat Cincinnati. And credit Cincinnati 
for winning that game and, and handling the snow better than Buffalo. But I really think this week, Cincinnati's offensive line trouble is going to show up. It didn't last week, but I think it will this week, and that to me is the uh, um, is the difference. The look ahead line on this game before Cincinnati played Buffalo was six and a half, dude. It, I think it's closer than that. Cincinnati has proven that it should be closer than that, but I think one minus one. I'm just going money line. I think it's a steal because Kansas City is as good as Cincinnati is, and they beat them here last year. Kansas City. They're the they're the cream of the crop in the AFC, and typically what happens with them is they're always the favorite, and they're always the favorite by five, six, seven, eight, and they never cover, but they win. In this instance, we don't even have to worry about points for us. Win. So they're at home. Mahomes is healthy. I do not think Cincinnati, as good as they are, is going to go four and zero against Mahomes and the Chiefs in four straight meetings. Not going to happen. Kansas City is going to win this game, and I think it's going to be thirty one. To two, that's it's an interesting. No. it's an interesting line. Thirty-one <laughs> to twenty-two. It will no longer be Burrowhead. So Kansas City money line for ten. That's my pick, and I'm sticking to it. There you go. All right, Jason Quick, uh, Blazers Insider is coming up at four fifteen. Open Seggy next on the fan. Okay, uh, Damian Lillard uh, had sixty last night. It was pretty good little sixty-two. It's the most efficient sixty, yeah. I think in NBA history. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. As sixties go, it was a good sixty. Yeah, and they needed them too. It wasn't like, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes you you know when you Where have, is the defense in the NBA? Uh, well, you score one thirty five, you know, you know, you can give up one twenty four. No, I know, but what, what seriously, uh, like what are people saying? What is going on? It doesn't exist. In the NBA. The other night what Portland though was one one forty seven and then Milwaukee scored one fifty. Yeah, <laughs> the they won one fifty, one thirty. Wow. <laughs> That's like, like old school. Remember the that is old school eighties NBA? Yes, there is no defense being played whatsoever. Well, Lillard is the fourth ever with sixty points or more and shooting over seventy percent. Yep. Did you know that? I did know and that. And he's the only small guy. David Thompson, um Wilt, and who's the other one? Uh, I don't know. But I did I see. Know. Oh, I did, Carl Malone. I did see that he was the only small. He also now owns the five uh, best scoring performances Portland Trailblazer history. Top all five. All five are well. Other okay. Damian wait, Lillard. Can I guess who's sixth? I can look it up for you. No, I'm going to guess. I know, but I don't know it off. I'm going to be my right. Head. No, I'm going to be right. You don't need to look it up. Okay. Bonzi Wells, fifty-five. Bonzi Wells, right? Bonzi? I think so. I think he had 55. Huh. Andre Miller may have had 52. Miller had a 50-burger. I remember that, but I don't remember. Do you have that in front of you? I'm, well, now I'm not very confident. I'm trying, to pull, I'm trying to pull it up right now. All right. Yeah, I see right here. Most points scored in a game by a trailblazer. Well, Lillard was 21 of 29 or 22 of 29? Uh, Sorry, I'm now I've moved on. I had it in front of me, and now I've moved on to his 60-burgers. <laughs> So, yes, Lillard owns the top five. And then uh, one, Damon Stoudemire. Ah, Stoudemire. Stoudemire what comes in. Uh, Stoudemire had 54. Where's Bonzi? Let's see here. Andre Miller comes in next with his 52. Damn. Then Brandon had a 52. Okay. Lillard with another 51. Lillard again. Lillard again. Lillard again. Wow. Petrie okay. coming in with 51. Jeff Petrie. Petrie. Lillard again, 
Okay, Lillard so again. I was way off there. Lillard again. Lillard again. Am I crazy? Bonzi didn't have a 50 point game. There's CJ with 50. Lillard. Clyde with a 50. Oh, for him. Lillard sense. with a 49. So, no, Bonzi never had 50. It goes back to 49, and uh, maybe Bonzi's, I was thinking of Damon. Bonzi's nowhere to be found on that. Damon Stoudemire. Well, hey, great night for the Zers. But if you look through the stat books, when it's all said and done, there will be a lot of Damian Lillard. Well, yeah, a Bonzi lot. Wells had a career high of 45. Oh, so I thought it was 50 against the Mavericks in in 2003. What a bum! Now that wasn't even the story of the game. No. My new for, favorite Portland Trailblazer and should be starting, Drew Eubanks. Why? Eubanks is because you love the whites. Well, he's fantastic. Well, the other one's a white too, in that you know you got Yusuf Nurkic. I'm not kidding. Eubanks it brings a better a, a better consistent effort and skill set than you Yusuf Nurkic. Can I just tell you something? I love me some Drew Eubanks live on the radio. I can't yeah. believe I'm about to say this. Go for it. I can't stand Nurkic. <laughs> That's, I is don't. Is that universal now? I think it started. Are fans be, over that guy? Well, for a while, Nurk was the guy. People love well, Nurk he, Fever. You got to give him credit. He he's had his moments here. I feel like Nurk Fever is a little but bit my, like COVID. God. I kind of feel like people are over it. Yeah. Well, we do have a, a very measured is there text a vaccine here. For Nurk, I feel like there is, and it's effective. Uh, this says, I think it'd be interesting to hear Quick's perspective on running that lazy, candy-ass Nurkic out of town <laughs> while he's still worth some sort of trade assets. Totally. I yeah. couldn't agree more. I, I feel like the the, tide, the tide has turned on Yusuf Nurkic. Well, he's just so inconsistent. He is. And, he, and he's just, he's pouty, and when he doesn't bring it, it's 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 really obvious. Come and on, man. And I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I'm, I'm and part of me, I'm, I'm not. Eubanks, he's more athletic than you give him credit for, and he just, you don't need your center on this team to score 25 a night but you do need someone to put in consistent effort and i love what he brings to the lineup i really do and he's got great hair he looks like uh he looks like an italian like my cousin Vinny sort of situation going on drew eubanks i love me some eubanks this is classic blazer fan i know 5.7 points yeah. 4.6 <laughs> damn right reebs yes and i love him and he's great he's my new favorite bla- <laughs> he's my new favorite blazer and you know who else loves him blazer twitter we're all in love with Drew Eubanks. Of course they do. Hells You're yeah. You're becoming a blazer honk <laughs> just, over there. I just love Drew Eubanks. You just love Blazer's Twitter. It Blazer, scene. Blazer Twitter is fun. So Drew Eubanks <laughs> is their new guy? Well, I don't know if he's their new guy, but, you know, hey. Another, hey, hey, at least they won. They won. Every win at this point matters. And this against Utah, like the San Antonio win, who cares? San Antonio is in the one by Yana sweepstakes. They don't give two S's about anything. So if you look back over the last month, you really can only point to what you had the the two uh, wins against uh, Dallas and the win against Utah. And look, not Utah is not great. They're a 500 basketball team, but you could say quality wins, kind of, sort of. At this point, you'll take them. You'll take them. Uh, the other thing about Lillard's 60-point performance, uh, only two other players have scored 60 on fewer shot attempts from the field. Carl Malone and James Harden. And they both went to the free throw line way more. Yeah. I mean, that's basically... Lillard only had 10 free throws. Yeah. Uh, well, Harden, right? that's his whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Harden lives yeah, at the free throw the, line. Yeah, they were in the 20s in their free throw. But 29 shots, 60 points. Dude, come on. It's ridiculous. Shot it's, 72% last yeah, night. That's silly. <laughs> it's insane. Well, yeah, and I think I, I mentioned it, but I should reiterate, again, the only players in NBA history to go 60 or more on 70% shooting or better are all bigs. Wilt. Carl Malone yeah. and David Thompson. Um, Lillard being a, a little guy, yeah, that's really unheard of. It is the most efficient game 
in in NBA history for someone scoring sixty points. He's ridiculous. Right. And you know, we kind of kept waiting like at the year. Remember, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about well, Lillard needs to play like the you know a true superstar for this team to have a chance. Well, he's kind of playing that way now. He's he's turned it up. We're going into full on pissed Maybe off. Maybe he mode. can get them all the way to one game over five hundred. <laughs> What do you think about that? I think they're two back three right now. Two back three? What does that mean? Well, they're two or three back from 500. I, I think they're... That's they're, what I said. Like, yeah. maybe he can just get them all the way up to, like, yeah. 31 and 30. 23 and 25, man. Two, two more wins, 25 and 25. Although, you know what? I'm not happy because my... You know, I need him to get to 39 wins. and I Oh, that's true. I felt as confident as could be at the start of the season, oh, no. and now I'm... Sweat. They're stuck in the middle again. I'm gonna be sweating my ass off. You're gonna lose your bet, and they're not gonna get a good draft pick. (laughs) Classic Blazers. Just get to 39 wins. Is that that so much to ask? Apparently, it is. Just 39. Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, in 10 minutes. Uh, Up next, we will look at uh, the NFL coaching carousel on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.